0: Welcome to the mom dynasty, a place for moms to reclaim their identity and rediscover their purpose outside of motherhood. I'm your host, Miss Britt, here to bring you the knowledge and inspiration you need to become the woman God created you to be. You can check us out on Amazon Music and make sure to share and support the show so we can keep spreading this good mama energy. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. what's going on mamas welcome back to another episode today on the mom dynasty i am joined by miss Ivy Hall. She is a mother and an author of her new book, Why I Decided to Stop Being a Strong Black Woman. And I'm so excited to have her on the show so we can talk about this very interesting topic that is a huge concern in our community. So Ivy, welcome to the show and tell the mamas a little bit more about yourself.
1: Thank you so much, Brittany, first and foremost, for sharing your platform with me. Um, You have built a dynamic platform. So shout out to you. Um, Just the fact that you're focused on moms is so important because oftentimes I'm a mom. So I understand we feel forgotten. We give so much to the kids or to trying to be this and all these other labels. And so I just appreciate you for trying to help moms to take a lot of the energy that we're pouring out and pour it back into ourselves so first and foremost big shout out to you for building this platform yes absolutely and um a little bit about me my instagram page is beautiful brown alchemist brown without the o and essentially who i am is several things of course i'm a mom Um, I've been married. So I've been a wife. I'm divorced. So I've been a single mother. Um, All of those things. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I've been a business development consultant. I've been a big, a huge bank. I've been a branch manager. So I've done all of those things over the span of about 15 or 16 years. But outside of those titles, who I truly am is um, I'm a free thinker. I am also just a lover of life. I'm just A super fun-loving, adventurous person. I'm a foodie. I love to try different recipes. Of course, I'm a mom. But more importantly, I'm a lady. I'm a woman. And I'm a woman that apparently chose to stop choosing to be a strong Black woman, no matter how brown my skin (laughs) may look. (laughs) <laughs> I literally made the choice to break that dynamic off of my life. And I chose to approach life from a softer dynamic. Um, So that's who I am. I'm a writer. I launched a publishing company. So I believe in helping women, children, and all types of people share their stories through the gift of words. And so through the process of me writing my book, I said, wow, it's not only meant for me to be an author, but it's also meant for me to help other authors give birth to their story and to their vision.
0: Oh my goodness. You wear so many hats. I absolutely love it. I love (laughs) it. It sounds like me. You're the corporate woman. You're the business woman, the writer, the entrepreneur. This is really what I built this platform for, to highlight women like yourself, to show mothers that we can do it all and be successful at it. So where did this concept of being a strong Black woman, in your opinion, Where did it come from, derived
1: from? Oh, wow, like, um, to be completely honest, uh, the the concept of the strong Black woman, to me, it comes from several different things, but when I really truly look at it, you know, you get it from social programming. So Mm -hmm. with what we see in the media, oftentimes when you look at that African-American female character, a lot of the times, now not all of the times, okay? But a lot of the times, that Black woman has to be strong. She has to be able to take on a lot. She has to be this fighter, this super fierce Mm -hmm. individual. Um, Even to me within the media and movies, Black women normally take about three different um, storylines. So within those storylines, you have the vixen, the super sexy, you know, um, Black woman. Then you have uh, the, the mammy or the mother, the nurturing, you know, come here, baby, let me hug you. Let me build you up. You are strong, you is beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. all of those types of things. And, and that all of these roles are, they have their moments. So I'm not diminishing any of these roles. And then outside of that, you have this super strong black woman that can take on anything and she doesn't need a man and she can revive for her kids. And even within the framework of the black woman that we see on TV, especially now, um, within the last 20, 30 years, a lot of them, they are mothers who are, who are trying to make it. And, and this, that, and the other, and, and several of them are single and just all of these story, stereotypes. So we see that in the media. But then even outside of that, what we see in our homes is we've seen our moms take on a lot of crap that they should not have had to take on. We see our grandmothers being the backbone of the family and having to take on the weight of being the glue to the family. Um, let me tell you something. We love our grandmothers. We, I love, I respect my mom, but I wish my mom and my grandmothers did not have to carry so much of that weight, right? right. Um, so much of that weight to the point where our sons began to believe that that's what black women are supposed to do. Yeah, you're supposed to carry that weight. I saw my mom. I saw my grandma. They worked two, three jobs. They did this. They did that. They made it happen. They made sure whatever I needed, I had. And and I understand that. Kudos to them. But my position is that, trust me, your mom didn't want to do that. She did it because she had to. Your grandmother, she didn't want to do that she did it because she had to. And because she is dynamic and she is fierce and all of these things, she was able to perform those abilities. But if she had the option, I'm pretty sure she would have chose the option to not have to do all of those things. So we see it in so many different um, perspectives from our friends to within the household, to what we see on social media. Um, So some of it is programming. Um, Some of it is even systemic. From you know, from those African Americans who were brought here. Now, I'm again. I'm a free thinking person. I don't believe every African American was brought here. I believe some of us, right, right. <laughs> were here in America. But for those who were brought here, or for those of us who, you know, X Y Z, we those mothers also saw their children and their husbands torn from them, and so that type of trauma. You know, some of it is also trauma. So we have the home, we have TV, but then we have trauma that begins to make us wear this armor and this layer because we've been hurt in our core and we don't wanna experience that again. And so because we don't want to experience that again, what we choose to do is we defend our heart, we defend our mind, we become strong, Um, we began to produce an overproduction of that masculine energy Mm -hmm. to defend ourselves. It's, it's completely innocent. It's not that we want to be this way, but sometimes life has also programmed us to be this way. Sometimes systems have also programmed us to be this way. Sometimes molestation and disappointment Mm -hmm. and all of these things have programmed us to be this way. And so what I want to do is I'm challenging Black women specifically, but even all moms, because Brittany, as I told you when I reached out to you, yes, the title of the book is Why I Decided to Not Be a Strong Black Woman. But this is a message that many women need to begin to digest because our value is not in our strength. that's, That's essentially really my rally cry. My value isn't in my strength. My value isn't in my job title. My value is not in how much money I make. My value isn't in how much crap I can take, how much I can pour into others, but not be poured back into. That is not my value. My value is my essence and being able to rest in being a woman. You know, um, even within the book, it talks about it. I truly believe that, why, would, why do we need to say we're a strong Black woman? Why would any woman? push the need to say I'm strong we literally have a portal we are life bringers not only to a body but also to a spirit we give life to a spirit we give life to a soul and we also give life to a physical body that in and of itself whether you've had children or not that completely makes me magical and strong and also, in my opinion, a more superior being because you <laughs> will, will not have, <laughs> okay? I um, let me, if I'm keeping can, it real, keep I'm polite, like this. Yes. Yes. I mean, I want to really, truly share my truth and my perspective yeah. because yes. that's where our confidence should lie. No man can be born with Jesus, whoever you want to look at, your, your greatest prophets, your greatest pastors. Guess what? They came through the portal of a woman. And that cannot be overlooked. That cannot be disregarded. And in and of itself, that is where a lot of our power lies, not just to giving birth to physical children. But also to our careers, our greatest dreams, and our visions. Um, so that's a little bit about me. Um, and I'm sorry, I know I, I just went boop, straight into it, but oh. let's go.
0: <laughs> no, I love it because these are conversations I actually have with my mom. Um, my I've, my mom was a single mom, and she's a beautiful black woman all of that and she's that strong and I tell her now that she's older and me and my brothers are grown where my brothers are now in their 20s I'm in my late 20s and she's finding it hard to be in relationships and she says that people tell her she wants to be the man and that she comes off so just strong and independent and that there's no need for a man and I told her you know mom you've been a single parent. And what people don't realize as a single parent, when you're trying to be the mom and the dad, you have to build that masculine energy, like you said, to protect. You have to get respect from the kids, especially when you're raising boys too. You have to be this strong person. And that is just a downfall to the women because then once the kids are grown, you're left with this energy like, okay. And now everybody's like, where's your femininity? So for you, Ivy, my question is, when did you notice that this was a problem for yourself to even make you reflect and be like, man, let me alter this. How did you become more aware of the the stigma not being so positive
1: as it is pushed upon our community? What happened? Sure, Sure, absolutely. You know what, Um, Brittany, uh, I have been married. I had been divorced. Um, within my divorce, I experienced domestic violence. So, you know, initially it was a, a push here. Uh, you know, it wasn't anything major at first, um, but then there was that that one incident where, you know what? I had a black eye and I had all of these things. But when I when I took time going through the divorce and I looked at it, I said, you know what? I could have possibly avoided some of this if i wasn't trying to be so strong Mm -hmm. if i wasn't trying to show my family and and everybody else that i could do it and um you know um you know when we're growing up we hear this thing like what goes on in the house stays in the house on you know you can't you know all of these things right and so what i realized is that while if if i would have been vulnerable and if i would have shared what i was going through earlier And if I would have really seek counsel, perhaps I would have not allowed these things to get to this point. And so even within that, along that journey of going through the divorce and finding myself again, I began to look at the way in which, what my behavior was. And I had my dad in my life, I have four older brothers. And so going back, looking at my childhood, you know, being that tomboy, having to play mm-hmm. basketball to get my dad's attention, having to be a little bit rough to show them, Hey, I'm here. I'm here too. I'm not just the girl. I had to be a little bit mm-hmm. stronger. I had to be a little bit tougher. Um, you know, I knew how to talk shit to any guy. Okay. Because again, <laughs> you grew up around there, right? right? So you, Baby, we you know, we have know how family. to do the game. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have brothers it's a different way when you got brothers it's a difference right and so looking at all those things I began to say wow maybe because I had to be a little bit more masculine to prove my worth to my dad those things had kind of carried on into my adulthood and here's the thing like even with your mom with so many moms with so many uh, women It's not that you don't use your masculine energy. We use our masculine energy every day to make decisions, Mm -hmm. to go to work, to build our businesses, to build our career, to start our podcast, to to do all of these things to protect our children. This is the thing we have to be in balance. Mm -hmm. And what I've noted within the African-American community specifically is that it's such an imbalance. We don't remember when to take the masculine hat off And put the feminine softer hat on. And again, what happens is our children, that's what they see. They see mom doing it all. They see mom not being vulnerable, not crying, not having that moment where, you know what? You're going to have to go to your grandmother's for two weeks. I need to get my life, my Mm -hmm. shit, my mental together. Instead of us doing that, we don't want to call on grandma, we don't wanna call on our ex-husband. We don't wanna be again, we don't We don't wanna make it seem as if we're having that moment that we can't handle it all. And that's because we've been programmed to handle it all. But what I wanna let black women know is that this affects our health, our mental health, our physical health. There are more black women that battle with breast cancer and ovarian womb issues more than any other race ethnicity demographic whatever word you want to use it's us they have these the breasts that's around the heart that's a heart issue Right. right the womb what we've birthed the fact that sometimes in being this strong black woman we've given We've caused abortion for our dreams, the things that we actually wanted to do. But we're trying to be strong for everybody else. And we turn our back and thereby abort our own dreams, our own visions, our own desires. And we can keep quiet. We can act. We can go to brunch. We can travel. But those things affect us. And even within the book, I share statistics, not only about health, but finance, relationships, all of these things, everything true. It is, some of it is my opinion, but within every chapter, there are statistics. That means there's peer reviewed research that is also associated and that substantiates the opinion that I presented, right? Right. Um, So my cry is that black women all women, all moms begin to truly hold space for themselves. We can no longer feel that our greatest value is within our strength. That's completely asinine. And if we want to be strong, how are we holding space for that masculine energy? to To come and to step in, so many women are married and they're like, he doesn't step up. Well, you know? What he doesn't step up because you don't <laughs> know he don't have a solution. Yes, he don't feel like he should. What can he do? <laughs> that is so right. Like he's not, sis. You need to step back. When you step back, give him that opportunity to step up. And then there's even this scripture, and um, it says in the Bible, like. When I am weak, that's when God can be strong, right? Mm -hmm. But if I'm always being strong and I'm always finding the solution, I'm figuring it out. I'm running myself ragged, being hyper independent. I don't want anybody to think I don't have my things figured out, right? That's when, how can God step in? Because he's like, you know what? You say you got it. When you get to that point when you don't have it, let me know. Right, talk to me. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. But because you think you have it and you're lying to yourself, I can't even show up for you. And so that like, that is my, that is my mission. That's a lot of my calling. And even what I said about, about, um, the health issues, even within the wombs, like it is, it's so much pain within the wombs. We have to fix that. So when we begin to give birth to whatever a relationship a job everything like everything we're giving birth to it that is what manifestation and faith is all about well if our womb space is not healed and whole we may manifest it but but because we haven't really course corrected Mm. um sometimes we'll manifest from a place of lack or from a place of doubt and it'll meet some needs but Once you get down, you get to going through that cycle. It's like, wow, this, this isn't quite what I wanted. Right.
0: What are, first of all, that point, hyper-independence, that is a deep, deep word. That is deep, hyper-independence, because I feel that that's pretty much our generation of women. Mm -hmm. This society of women are on this hyper-independence wave. That's what's pushed to us in the media. Like you were saying, it's what's pushed to us. Being independent, be independent. Just your money, your education, all of that.
1: <laughs> listen, I listen. Okay, I'm gonna share my age. If you can do math, I graduated high school in 2003, and that was a big webby and boosy era. Girl, okay? you look good. First of
0: all, when y'all see the video, boy, okay, <laughs> girl. <laughs> but that was
1: when I and D. maybe we like yeah, yes, yes, like we were, but and it's again I support like I saw that you had and I follow her um broke black girl If I'm not mistaken I saw you had, and and I love where her message is when I read one of her posts it says I don't want any woman or black woman to be in any situation that she doesn't want to be in because of her finances so so granted like I'm all about alchemy and manifestation and all of these things but I realistic I know we live in a material world right I know that we have to get out there and get it secure the bag all of these things but again you we have to still bring that into balance, balance. we have to it, it has to be a balance I'm not saying any man should want you just because yeah I mean true enough any man should any man is going to want me because I'm a woman but I'm also <laughs> saying that it's not that I'm not successful. But I'm not promoting my success or my accomplishments as why you should be interested in me. I'm not putting that at the forefront of my relationship or on my dating profile or when I'm dating someone, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm this, I'm that, I have this, I have that, Um, this is what I can do for myself. And no, I mean, you're going to get to know me for who I truly am. Right. And then- as i get to know you if i decide to let you in closer then then you know we'll we'll go down that path as well <laughs> yeah.
0: you speak a lot on balance so what are some tips that you can give to the women listening on how they can start getting into balance with the masculine and the feminine energy
1: where they are in balance with everything what are some tips sure i will say for most women it is so crucial to and important to tap back into your inner child, that girl that lives within you. Um, Some people call it shadow work, some people call it inner child work, but I really do believe that it's so important to go back and reflect on how, how did I get to where I am? What framework, what programming, what life experiences got me here to where I think the way that I think? And so sometimes, doing that inner child work can help us unlearn and release those things that are no longer serving us again we may have saw our mothers do all of those magical things and do everything but trust me mom she didn't want to do that let me keep it real right she loved your kids but if she didn't have to do all of that work to do it, she, she wouldn't have did it. I, I'm a mom. I can speak for my, I can speak as a mom. And I can truly say that it's so much easier having help versus trying to do it alone. So yes, you may have seen your mom do that, but she did not want to do it alone. And so some of it is just realizing, okay, some of the things I saw that have shaped my framework. I need to release some of that and figure out who am I now as a woman, or even who am I now as a man? You know what I mean? Um, journaling, having those real conversations with ourselves, so crucial, so crucial. Oftentimes, we do not listen to our own inner voice, and that inner voice is talking to us. It's like, what are you doing? That No, that's not it. That's not it either. No. And we just, we keep, we're like, no, I can take it. I can do it. I mean, I've heard some of my friends literally say, I'm built for this. Like, you're, you're built for pain? You're built to be dog that, like, come on. No, you're not built for that. now I get it. Through life, life ebbs and flows. It goes up, it goes down. And sometimes there are lessons that we are meant to learn. But affirming that I'm built for pain and believing that that is your life calling, that that's not it, not for me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Not for me, so so journaling, beginning to unlearn what does not serve us, beginning to look at our our childhood and have those real conversations. Um, Even outside of that, choosing to lead with a softer approach. Now that takes work, right? Because when somebody gets a little saucy with you, it's like, you want the (laughs) sauce? Baby, tell me what kind, okay? Tell me what kind. I love it. (laughs) Okay, what what do you want? I love it. it. Because whatever kind of sauce you want, I I can make it very saucy for you. (laughs) Sometimes we have to learn that when we're faced with conflict, you know, my grandmother used to tell me, You'll get, you'll get a lot more of what you want with honey than what you will with vinegar. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because we've gone through so much trauma, a lot of our outward energy is that vinegar is that, you know, we you're not gonna hurt me. But right. it is okay to be vulnerable. And even within that, like, I even want women to understand, and especially black women, it is okay for us to be vulnerable. It's so much power in surrender. Yes. It's so much power in saying, you know what? Right now I can't take it. Let me call you all, God, mom. Let, me <laughs> mom. Let me get somebody on the line. Let me call you all's dad. Whatever the case may be. Hey, husband, come down. Take them out for a couple of hours. I, I need, I need some time to myself. But if we don't speak up, if we don't surrender, if we don't say, I need help, if we don't say, you know what? I'm trying to figure everything out. I, I need some money from this person. I need this person to babysit. I'm going to school. Like, like come on, like black women, we're more degreed than anybody. Mm-hmm. We're rising in entrepreneurship. So, I mean, we're getting degrees. We're starting jobs. We're starting companies. We're literally taking over the world. Okay. And we're also being moms. Mm-hmm. But within that framework, where is the balance? And if we don't balance, we'll accomplish but even with that accomplishment, we'll look around one day and we won't be fulfilled. Yes. And that's because we've allowed that feminine energy to just go, you know, not tapped into, not fulfilled. We haven't leaned on anybody. And we're looking around and saying, why don't you see me? Why don't you hear me? Well, you, you've made it known that you don't need anybody to see yes, me because you got it going on. You know what I mean? Why? So I just really, this is, Mental, this, this taps into mental health, this taps into spiritual health, Um, this taps into physical health, even outside of the cancer, when you look at obesity, when you look at heart disease, when you look at so many different issues that are affecting African American women. I believe a lot of it is the manifestation of us not taking care of ourselves yes. and not putting ourselves as a priority. Yes. So. Put put yourself as a priority. I wrote an article on this. It's called This Year Choose You. Choose you, baby girl, mom, sis, queen. Choose you. It is the best choice you will ever make. The longest relationship that we will ever have is the relationship that we have with ourselves. The longest journey I'll ever be on is the journey that I'm on with myself. Therefore, I must make it the best journey the best relationship, the most loving journey, the most loving relationship, it is my responsibility to pour into me first. As I pour into me, as I love on me, as I do all of those things, it's gonna be so much easier for somebody to mimic what they see my behavior is with myself than for me to ask somebody to do something that they don't even see me doing Mm -hmm. for myself. Yes.
0: Right. Oh my goodness, Ivy. That was beautiful. And it's everything that I stand for. And I really hope mamas that you listen, you take notes, and you understand how important it is to put yourself first, to heal those inner child traumas that we've all been through, to stop carrying around all of this baggage and emotional hurt. So that way we can be the best women that we were truly created to be outside of motherhood, outside of being a wife, the woman that you were born and created to be. Miss Ivy, tell everyone
1: where they can find you and where they can get the book from. Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram. It is beautiful brown alchemist without the O, um, on Instagram. And so, uh, that is my page. And then you can find the book on www.beautifulbrownalchemist.com. And that beautiful Brown is actually with the O. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, you you you're, when you no, start business, right. <laughs> I, I bought both of those the sites, but then once I got down to it, whatever. So that's one of the the things that you learn as being a business owner. Yes. Yeah. So the actual website has an O. The Instagram does not have an O. And maybe I should just put the O on Instagram to make it all synonymous. That's probably what I'll do now that I'm talking <laughs> to it. But you can find it on my website. The link is in my bio. Um, There's a book, I also have an affirmation deck to give women the language to begin to speak over their lives, um, to lead with femininity, that you are loved, that you are healed, that you are unbound, that you can lead with love and softness. You know, a lot of it is if you've never done it, sometimes we, again, that unlearning, well, how do I unlearn if I don't begin to speak out and to begin to think on those things that I am trying to acclimate myself with? And so I do also have an affirmations deck that goes with the book as well
0: awesome i am so happy that you came onto the platform this was a great conversation and it's something that we all need to hear and become more aware of in our community so that black women can be healthy we can be mentally spiritually physically the best that we can be so that way we can raise great children because it all affects our kids happy moms raise happy kids at the end of the
1: day that is even more so what this book is about because our children our seeds Mm -hmm. they are looking at us our daughters when they see us being strong it's what they think that's what they're supposed to do and so then they show up in their relationships and their friendships and on the job with this super strong energy and then our boys they began to number one either they get turned off by black black women women yep because they saw their mom doing all this extra masculine stuff, okay? And then they find women who don't do that masculine stuff and they're like, oh, that's what women are like. Right. Oh, women, <laughs> oh, women don't, oh, oh. Right. And they're like, wow, and they're mystified. So either, either they do that and they, they turn the other way from black women because their experience has been traumatic, um, whether it be from whatever, or else they begin to say, you know what? I saw my mom do it, so you need to go ahead. Right. You need to go ahead with me. Or really, you make more than me. My mom made more than my dad, so why don't you just pay? You know. So it, either way, you know, either way, this is something that we want to make sure within our children, within our children, because again, I have so many friends from all types of nationalities, and I see none of them. And when I say none, I mean, absolutely <laughs> none. <laughs> I mean, I see none of them working as hard. Right. Black women are working. I see, I see none of them working as hard in their marriages. I see none of them working as hard to go have. I see none of them work. I just, I don't see it. And why is that? Right. You know. And that's why I, you know, when I see other women operating and do, I, I chose for me, hey, you know what? I can choose this life for myself too. So instead of showing up in this way, I'm going to unlearn those unhealthy behaviors and I'm going to show up in a way where not only it serves me, but then it also causes those around me to serve me because they see that I serve myself. Right. And that is so important we have to show our daughters to choose themselves if i don't show my daughter to love herself first if i don't show my daughter to choose herself first if i don't show my daughter you know what baby girl when, when they when whoever gets to acting crazy friends man whoever we, we don't keep pouring in we begin to evacuate out because that means that it's time to go and, yes, and it's, it's not you know it it's a choice, it means that we have a boundary and when they don't respect our boundary, baby girl, that means it's time for us to, to just take a step back. I have to model that for my daughter. I have to show her that. I have to even talk to her about that, right? But demonstration, they learn so much more by what they see and we all know that versus by what they hear. And so it's very important that we begin, especially our girls especially our girls, they have to see mom step into, especially African-American, whether you're biracial, whether you're, you're quarter black and you're this, that, no, whatever you, our girls still need to see us being soft so that it becomes their innate nature to be soft. This this is the time for, it's almost like when people talk about generational curses, it's not just money, it's not just lack, it's not just the generational curse of being a single mom. No, it's also the generational curse of me not showing my daughter how to truly step into her power and her essence as a feminine woman. If I don't break that off of her, then that means, guess what? She's going to continue to perpetuate these unhealthy habits. And that's why this conversation is so important.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I appreciate you so much for coming on. Mamas, definitely give her a follow. Go and get the book. It's going to be in the description below. So I hope you guys check it it out. Thank you, Miss Ivy, for joining us. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up, mamas. And until next time, guys, bye.